Hey everybody, welcome to No Sanity Required. This is, I guess you'd call it, the Christmas edition. Um, everyone at Snowbird is uh, done and off for our Christmas holiday. We give everybody a week off. It's actually, I say we give, we all take a week off. And uh, it's it's with Christmas falling on a Sunday, it's been a really a really great uh, break because we got two weekends on either side. It, it ends up being about a, a nine-day break that everybody's getting. And so it's much needed. We come back after uh, after this, and we hit the ground running. December 27th, we start Winter Swow. And um, Winter Swow is our winter retreat. That's what we call our winter retreat. We do, we do four or five of those. Um, but anyway, it's good to just stop and pause and, and reflect on the goodness of the Lord here at the end of the year. And so what I want to do to kind of wrap the year and um, get ready for this next season of ministry is to just to take a few minutes here at NSR and to, to celebrate what God's done, to give you some ministry updates, um, to talk about plans and vision for the upcoming year. And then I wanted to talk, I want to take some time and talk about what it looks like to work on staff at SWO, uh, what goes into the process of staff selection. I think this will be interesting um, because we'll talk about how we select our staff, uh, and, and I think it'll be interesting for people that might be interested in spending a summer with us, but I also think it would be very interesting for folks to, to just kind of learn that process. Um, and then I want to talk a little bit about, uh, I think I already said, just updates on things that are new at SWO, things that you can expect in the upcoming year, and then look back at some amazing things the Lord's done. Um, if you'll excuse any background noise, I'm driving, I'm in the truck, um, driving and so it might be a little bit rackety and uh, so we'll come back at the end and I want to I do want to finish our time with uh, with some with with a little bit of a a Christmas family Holloway family update and then um, some scripture reading so a little bit different but we usually do a little bit of a different episode around Christmas I hope you uh, are encouraged by it and enjoy it welcome to no sanity required Welcome to No Sanity Required, from the Ministry of Snowbird Wilderness Outfitters, a podcast about the Bible, culture, and stories from around the globe. Well, it's it's the most wonderful time of the year, and for me, that is a, a very true saying. Um, I love Christmas, man. It's so fun. This Christmas is maybe, uh, it, it's it's very special for us. It's extra special for me because... Tucker is home, my my oldest son. Kilby is home, my oldest child and oldest daughter. Her husband, Greg, is here, obviously. Kilby and Greg are home. They serve in South Sudan and northern Uganda. Um, the bulk of their time, we'll be having them, i have them on an episode here in the next two weeks, week after next. I, I don't remember the schedule now, but the, coming up with uh, them on an episode talking about their transition back to East Africa, which is coming up after the first of the year. They'll be heading heading east come uh, January, late January. But they're home. Tuck is home. Uh, I'm not excited that Tuck's home in the sense that they didn't make a bowl game, but they're in a in a rebuild and I'm excited for the future, what God's got in store for him at Virginia Tech. In the, in the college football world and 
Then Mother Kid Draw here, Laley, who is 17, Juju, who is 13, Malachi, who is 12, and Moses, who is 10. And so everyone's here together for this season, and it is just awesome. One of the things that we do as a family, we get together uh, this next week. Um, as I'm recording this, we're going into the week before Christmas. So when you're hearing this, it'll be Christmas time. Um, Christmas will be on us, will have come. But going into the, the week before Christmas, we every night we watch a different Christmas movie. We've got a list of movies. We actually started those a couple weeks ago. We start them uh, right after Thanksgiving. But we do, you know, the traditional ones um, that are family-friendly. Like we don't do National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. It's a little bit, a little bit raunchy. Um, but we do a Christmas Story. We do the Jim Carrey movies, uh, his his Grinch, how the, how the how the Grinch Stole Christmas movie, which is my favorite rendition of the Grinch. I don't really like the new cartoon one. Um, we do the other Christmas, uh, the the other Jim Carrey Christmas movie, A Christmas Carol, the Dickens uh, Christmas Carol story. Love the Jim Carrey version of that. Um, we do Moe's favorite is Arthur Christmas. So we do that one. But it was interesting. Um, we I was, we were talking about family traditions last night. And Malachi, this is only his second Christmas with us. So I was asking him what's his favorite tradition going into his second Christmas with us. And he loves the movie watching tradition. Um, so that's fun. We do. Uh, we turn all of our family devotions towards Advent. So that's a lot of fun. Sunday mornings, year-round Sunday mornings, we do a Holloway family brunch because we have church at 5 on Sundays. So we do a big brunch, and it's been fun having everybody home. Katie Cousins lives with us in the off-season, so she's here. There's always one or two more stragglers who are just like extended family. And uh, so Sunday mornings during December, we do an Advent reading and light and, you know, light Advent candles. So it's just fun. I know a lot of our listeners, you got your own family traditions, and ours are, ours are so special. We hunt a lot this time of year. Um, get out in the woods, get out in the field, and uh, next week going to be doing some hunting in Alabama for for uh, three days. Tuck and I are going to camp. It's going to be cold. It's going to be single digits towards the end of the week. I'm excited about that, but we're going to camp and hunt. And then I'll take the younger guys, Malachi and Mo. Me and Tuck will take them out squirrel hunting, crow hunting. We got crow decoys and calls. And anyway, just a mountain country good time. Excited for that. But then, uh, the uh, so I ask all the other kids, what are your favorite favorite uh, Christmas traditions? And it was cool. The girls, uh, all the girls, Kilby, Laley, and Juju all talked about um, kind of the same things uh, uh, we do on Christmas Eve. We, we culminate the movie watching with we have a Christmas Eve service at church. We come home from that, <clears throat> and we have a meal, and then we watch the nativity story which is just phenomenal. It's the 2006 um, version of the Christmas Nativity Story, and I, I love that movie, and we watch it as a family every Christmas. And then uh, then everybody, all the kids sleep in a big pallet in one room. And so we've done that since our older kids were little. We've done that for – that's that's a 20-something-year tradition now, and they want to do it again this year. So put a big build a big fire in the wood stove, and we'll definitely have that cranking this year. I think Christmas – Eve, it's going to be, uh, no, that's, uh, 
this is a few days out, but they're predicting eight degrees. So if you're listening to this, it's so weird recording these things early. So you're listening to this. I don't know what the temperature is this morning, but <clears throat> they're calling for it to be single single digits. Um, so everybody sleeps around the fire and get up and have uh, read, read the Luke 2 narrative of um, Jesus coming into the world and then open presents and then have a big brunch and got some cousins and family that come over. And then after brunch, we head to my mom's, my folks, uh, Grammy and Pap, and spend the afternoon and evening, and everybody's over there. All My mom's got 20 grandkids, and all but two of them, I think, live in western North Carolina. So everybody's at, at, at the grandparents, and uh, it's a lot of fun. The other traditions that got talked about, we do a – when we cut our Christmas tree, we go to the Christmas tree farm. We've done this for years, local farm here in the mountains, and – we play hide and seek, so we get in the in in the middle of the Christmas trees and play a big family game of hide and seek. It's kind of hide and seek slash tag, so that's fun. Everybody was talking about that, and um, three years ago we had a white Christmas. It snowed about six inches Christmas Eve. It started snowing while we were in church. It snowed all night. It was just awesome. So the kids are praying for and pulling for that. None of that in the forecast. I think maybe. Uh, Maybe it's going to be uh, really cold but clear. So, Tuck said he loves uh, one of his favorite traditions is the Christmas Eve service at church. Um, and that is a, a really cool time. So, then, you know, all the kids talked about the, the wood fire, the pallet on the floor, the, you know, everybody sleeping in the same room, um, the nativity story, just lots of great memories. And you don't know how many the Lord's going to give us all together um last christmas we weren't all together kilby and greg were in east africa and and uh so you know next christmas they'll be back in africa at least that's that's the plan and we don't know what tuck's schedule will look like so this is special we're excited about it and just thankful for it um at snowbird right now uh ask uh for you to continue to pray for us as we we're entering a, a, a big capital campaign, and the Lord has been so gracious to us here at the end of the year with um, monetary donations from faithful supporters. We still got to raise a good bit of money to get the, the the thing at Snowbird that is right now a good problem is that more people want to come to Snowbird than we can facilitate. And just like anything, growth is good, but you want that growth to be at a healthy pace and a pace you can sustain. And so right now we're at a point where in order to grow physically to to be able to facilitate everybody wants to come, we've got some major infrastructure expansion. One of the things we have to do is put in a a larger main water line through our facility and man that's a that's a it's one of those expenses that's just not fun. You build a new cat we just built a new swing, just built we're in the middle of building a new slide, a big slide. And those are so fun because there's a quick return on investment, man. You put a you put a big slide in, and then you watch kids play on it. You know, winter swoe won't be ready for winter swoe one uh, coming up this week, but you know, we'll have it ready for the last few winter swoes. And um, it's a big, long tube slide that works in dry weather, works in snow, works in rain. Doesn't really matter. Just a super fun event. Um, 
man, that's there's a lot of return on that, a lot of bang for the buck, and it goes up quick, and it's easy to spend that money, easy in the sense that it's exciting. Same thing with the swing we just finished. Well, putting in a, you know, a, a, a water line that's going to cost six figures potentially, that's no fun, and raising that money is not easy. And so pray for that. And if you're if you know a sugar daddy that's looking for some place to to spend some big money to support a a ministry that's gospel centered, gospel driven, and making an impact, then uh, push him our way. Um, go to SW Outfitters and hit that donate page, and uh, it's super, we made it super easy. And um, but pray for us, pray with us on that uh, as we are coming into another year of record numbers and but but thousands i was looking at a, a list on josh dunn's desk yesterday hank is actually on hank parker's desk and he's right beside josh and hank oversees all of our uh registration everything from marketing to fundraising to groups and booking and and then josh oversees and, and manages the actual booking and reservations and those guys they've got a, a list of churches on in, at their in their in their office of groups that are that represent about a thousand students that want to be here, it's and it's larger groups. One of them's over three hundred, a couple of them over two hundred. They want to be here next summer, but they can't. We don't have any place for them. We don't have room. We can't get them in. So we're turning kids away, and and it's it's a, it's a good problem to have, but it is a, a a hurdle and a problem. So we're trying to deal with that. So help us with that if you could by praying for us and. Asking the Lord to send, as He always does, what we need to get that finished, get that uh, get an expansion done, and and kind of wipe out that list. Um, Winter Swo, our teaching focus is going to be the genealogy of Jesus. I'm excited about that. I'm if you're for our NSR listeners, I did a series a while back called Jesus's Crazy Grandmas, and we looked at Tamar, Rahab, Ruth, like all of the ladies in the lineage of Jesus, man, uh, we'll be, I'm going to be teaching on some of those stories, Rahab and Ruth. Um, We're going to be looking at at the genealogies in Matthew and Luke. Spencer's going to be doing a really cool, I'm excited about his message. He was sharing with me kind of the the premise for that yesterday in the text he's chosen where the people in Nazareth go, hey, how's this, how's this, uh, this, this can't be the, the, the guy that the prophet Isaiah was talking about. This is Joe's son. This is Joseph's his dad. We like, what? What do you mean that Isaiah's prophecy is fulfilled? And you know when Jesus reads that prophecy and says, "It's me. I'm I'm the Messiah." So I'm excited about that sermon. Um, Winter Swoe is going to be very, very impactful in terms of the teaching content. I'm excited about it. Um, coming up in a week or so, here we've got our college retreat. That's going to be uh, a, a big event. Another event that's packed out sold out waiting list gosh man so many people wanting to get in so looking forward to that and uh couldn't be couldn't be a better way to kick off the new year with a couple of winter slow events and then the college retreat and then we turn right around mlk weekend is a massive winter slow event so it's a it's a whirlwind from christmas to the end of january we will see uh, a lot of students and people come through Snowbird. Um, over a thousand people will come through just in those first couple of events. So, the way that our schedule works is that we have worship services morning and evening at camp, and the big majority of our listeners have been to Swo to to an event, a camp, a conference, an adult conference, a student ministry event, whatever. 
But just for those of you that, that haven't been, in the morning we have a worship service, in the evening we have a worship service. But then there, uh, when you come to an event here, you're going to sit through just as much teaching content and breakout sessions. These are TED Talk type formats. And as we're planning the SWO 23 teaching format or teaching schedule, uh, we really feel compelled to push into the the issues that are so prevalent and pertinent to our, our society, our culture right now, and that teens are dealing with. Because we've got kids that love Jesus, have committed their life to Christ, are being raised um, going to church, going to youth group. But if these things don't get addressed, then the constant barrage of information and ideology, like ideological influence from school, from teachers, from, see that teacher in Canada, I think it is, it's got the big fake boobs, it's a guy, but he's got these big fake boobs hanging down in his shirt, he looks like a complete cartoon character, but he's a for real teacher, like, got to go listen to an idiot like that, I mean, and yes, that might be insensitive, and yes, he needs Jesus, and yes, he needs, but that guy's a, like, call it what it is, it's foolishness, it's complete foolishness, it's insanity, and so kids are being taught, well, what is truth? There is no truth. How you feel is ultimately truth. Zach Mabry talks a lot about uh, right now, he's, he's a lot of what we're going to teach in these sessions is going to come out of this book called Strange New World by Carl, Carl Truman. And in, in that, he talks about, uh, and he's written a lengthier book where he addresses the same issues. Carl Truman speaks of the, the rise of the modern self where Whatever I, myself, whatever I feel personally, that's my reality. And you have to be sensitive to that. To not be sensitive to that is hateful and hurtful. And so I, I can be harmed if you don't accept my reality for myself. So if I decide that I want to be something that is not possible for me to be, an animal or the opposite gender or the opposite sex, and I just decide that's who I am, you have to embrace that or else you're, you're exhibiting hatred towards me. And as such, you're harming me, and it's harmful. It's just crazy. And so we need to talk to students and explain to them, hey, here's the error in that. That's simply not how the world goes around. That's not how reality works. And so we're, we're, we're feeling an increased responsibility to those things. Now, we're still going to teach and preach the Bible expositionally. The main thrust and drive of everything we we do in our teaching sessions and formats is going to be to teach the Bible, but we got to speak the truth. And then at the same time, and you can pray for us in this, we want to meet the spiritual and emotional needs of those kids that really are confused. They're gender confused. Their sexuality is is being questioned, and they're being told, "Hey, here's what you need to do. You need to transition." And that kid doesn't need to transition. That kid doesn't know who they are. They're wounded. They're hurt. They're lost. They're confused. They need they need something that gives them depth and strength of, of, of purpose and identity. And Jesus is the answer to that. So we want to gently and in an encouraging way love them well and point them to Jesus. So we got a lot going on at SWO this year, and we need your, we need your prayers in all that we do. And then I wanted to just – a word we're going to circle back in in a few weeks here i'm going to do an episode on this but to just let you know that our staff training and selection process is very critical to the way that we do what we do so if you are a young man or young woman probably 18 to 25 we say 18 to 30 but if you are looking for 
a way to spend your summer investing in other people's lives with eternal impact, gospel impact, then please uh, pray about coming and serving at Snowbird. Um, I don't, I don't think, um, I don't think you could spend your summer in a more effective way. I really don't. I, uh, I mean, and that's not to say that if God's calling you to go to the mission field for the summer and support a missionary, or, but I'm just saying that that there's a, there is a, a what we do with our summer staff in investing in their discipleship, pouring into their spiritual growth and development, while then giving them opportunities to minister and labor and work for a prize that will not perish, tarnish, or fade. Um, Man, it's an incredible opportunity and we, and also a great need. We have a great need. So pray about coming and serving. Our staff uh, staff selection process and training process is super involved. The application's lengthy, but um, very important to how we start the training and equipping process. And then we spend a lot of time investing in the spiritual growth and development of our staff. And then that staff is not only trained on things like recreation, but trained in terms of how to disciple, how to minister to young people, how to encourage young people, how to lead a share group, um, how to be doctrinally rooted and grounded, how to be able to give an apologetic and philosophical defense of the faith. So the staff, uh, the staff process is super integral to how we do ministry here to, to run a one-to-four ratio the components, what I want to say that ties this all together in terms of how we're approaching the 2023 ministry like uh, strategy. The, the moment that we're living in as a society, the cultural moment that we're living in, students are lost, young people are lost, don't know who they are, don't know where they belong, and relationships now more than ever will, I believe, be the component to what we do that God uses to bring students to a realization of their need for, for Jesus. It's not just going to be strong biblical preaching. That's that's never going to change. That's who we are. It's what we do. But the relational component, our mission statement, that we exist to proclaim the gospel through the exposition of Scripture and personal relationships, that personal relationship component is critical to what we do. And in order to do that well, we run a huge staff, so just just short of 600 students a week will spend this will will come spend a week with us in the summer and we need close to 200 staff to run that uh, we need over 100 ministry staff and and what we end up having is between our staff and adult leaders that come we have a 1 to 3 and a half ratio staff to student or adult to students but the 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 actual snowbird staff to student ratio is about one to four and and we have to do that to maintain relational integrity so that our staff can minister to the the needs that students have because it's in that relational connection that we're going to be able to address the issues of this cultural moment so pray for our staff pray for that process um we'll be coming uh with we'll, we'll, we'll be coming out with an episode soon where we walk through a lot of the details and nuances of serving on staff at snowbird um that's it, though. Just year-end update. Looking forward to to SWO 23 and the and the winter SWO 23 season and everything we got going on. Thank you for your support, your continued your continued friendship, faithfulness, and support in everything that we do. 
pray that God would bring a great work in 2023. Rejoice with us over what he's done in 2022. Um, he's doing more than we could ever ask or imagine, and, and it's exciting to think about where God's going to take this ministry in the next quarter century as we close out our first quarter century of ministry. We're excited to see what God has in store for the next quarter century and for generations beyond. We appreciate you. Thank you so much. I pray and hope that everyone has a Merry Christmas, has had a Merry Christmas. You have a Happy New Year and an awesome start to 2023. Get in the Word. Get focused on Jesus and your walk with Jesus and and how you can impact this world with the kingdom. And come see us in 2023 for an event at Snowbird. We appreciate you. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to No Sanity Required. Please take a moment to subscribe and leave a rating. It really helps. Visit us at SWOutfitters.com to see all of our programming and resources. And we'll see you next week on No Sanity Required.